God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God Himself has, is the life that makes Him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Christ in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God. Worship Him, give Him praise. There's none like Him. He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. Worship Him, worship Him. He's a faithful God. He's the miracle walking God. He's our healer. He's our deliverer. Oh yes, He blotted our sins with His own blood. We worship you, Father. We bless you. We bless your name. Thank you. Thank you for your presence in this place. Thank you for your wonderful presence. Thank you for the ministration of the Spirit of God. We thank you, Lord. Right now, our hearts are open to receive the word of God to receive the truth we ask that we be sanctified in the truth your word is truth sanctify us in the truth Lord we receive the word with meekness with gladness we receive the word with faith we ask that the word will produce what he talks about in our lives for we are ready to receive it we receive it without offense in the name of Jesus Amen praise the Lord you may be seated glory to God welcome to church Amen Tell two people you're welcome to church. You're looking nice. How was your week? Was your week victorious? Did you win? Huh? Did you win? Well, this new week is for you. Amen. And you are a winner already. Hallelujah. Are you here with your Bibles? Can I see your Bibles? I'd like to see your Bibles. Just wave it. Let's see those who have their Bibles and those who do not have their Bibles. 
some of y'all know your Bibles. Why? Always come to church with your Bible. Amen. If you don't have a Bible, get a Bible. Hallelujah. Get a Bible. These are this shows how serious you take God's word. Amen. How serious you take God's word. So even though you have Bible in your phone or in your other device, there's nothing like studying the book. You see? You can't study that. You can't study that. It's not interesting. You know? Because it's streamlined. It limits your focus. But when you have a wide view, you can always flip and see something very interesting to study. Amen. So, get your Bible if you don't, okay? If you don't have one. Amen. Amen. All right. Last week we were talking about light or darkness, right? And I said, which one are you? And I said, it's not about what you say, it's about what you do. Amen. It's about what you do. What you do reveals your character, which one you are. Praise the Lord. Okay, I would like us to study something very important. It's, uh, it's very important. It's not a major, but it's something that God wants us to have an understanding. Amen. A blessing that God wants us to walk in. Hallelujah. Let's open our Bibles to Psalm 103. Psalm 103, 103, from verse 1. Hallelujah. Psalm 103, from verse 1. Are you there? Bless the Lord, O my soul. In all that is within me, bless his holy name. Verse 2. Bless the Lord of my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen. Verse 3. He says, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? 
who redeemeth thy life from destructions, who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies the mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagle. Praise the Lord. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses and his act unto the children of Israel. Praise the Lord. This is, this is very important. Amen. First he says, uh, forget not his benefits. In other words, it's possible to serve the Lord and not experience or receive his benefits. Amen. It's possible. So he says forget because you can forget. He says forget not all his benefits. Hallelujah. And he starts listing. He starts listing his benefits. He starts listing it from that verse 3. He says, who, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. He said, don't forget these benefits. Amen. And you know, the amazing thing is that this is a, this is a prophetic psalm that he was referring to the church. It's a prophetic psalm. Hallelujah. Remember, children of prophecy. Amen. Remember, you need to get that message. Children of prophecy. I told you that we are children of prophecies. Amen. We are children of prophecies. And the Bible, God, the, the people in the Old Testament, the prophets, they spoke things concerning us. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God gave them a vision. It gave them prophecies. That was, that was not meant for Israel, but was meant for those who will follow after the sufferings of Christ. Amen. Peter talks about the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Amen. So it's very important to get the message, children of prophecies. It will help you to understand what the Bible is. Amen. When you study the Bible and you see a verse, you will know whether this verse is for you or for Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. So it says, Who he who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Amen. You see, he's talking about the grace of God. It's a prophecy of the grace. Israel did not have forgiveness of sin. Amen. They didn't have it. They didn't have it. So he's prophesying about the grace. He's making a prophecy of the grace of God that was going to come to the church. He says, who forgiveth all thy iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Amen. Amen. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction. Amen. Amen. We know Christ is our redeemer. Amen. Amen. 
who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. That's grace. Amen. That's what grace means. Grace means loving kindness. That's what grace means. I told you, grace does not mean unmerited favor. Grace doesn't mean unmerited favor like it is mostly called in the church. Grace means loving kindness. Hallelujah. It means favor. Loving kindness. Favor. That's what grace means. Not unmerited favor. Too many in the church, they call it all around the world, they always like to say unmerited favor. And it's not scriptural. It's not scriptural. There's no place in the Bible where it says such. Amen. Verse 5 says, Who satisfies a mouth with good things, so that your youth is renewed like an eagle's. Amen. I like this. It says, The Lord executes righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. I'd like us to go to uh, Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Amen. We're talking about the benefits. Amen. And particularly, I want to talk on healing, healing and deliverance. Amen. Healing and deliverance. Healing and deliverance. You see, because uh, all around the world there's debates on whether God still heals today. You know, some say God heals, some say God does not heal. Some say God delivers, some say God does not deliver. Some say God healed them and some call them imposters. <laughs> so let's find out the truth. Amen. Let's find out the truth. You are in center of truth today. Amen. Are you there? And God says, Let us make man our image and after our likeness, and let them have what? Dominion. He said, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Amen. Amen. This was what was in the mind of God when he created man. Hallelujah. He says, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them, that means let man have what? Dominion. Not over one another, praise God. It says over the other creatures. Amen. Over other creatures. Over all the earth. So Adam was given a dominion. Adam was, was Lord of the earth. Amen. Adam was Lord of the earth until, you know the story, right? Until he fell. Until he died spiritually. Amen. Until he died spiritually, he was Lord of the earth. Hallelujah. That means he had dominion over every animal. Amen. Over everything. Including every virus. Including every bacteria. Including every fungi that causes sickness and disease. Praise the Lord. Adam had dominion over all. Think about it. He had dominion over everything. 
There was no sickness. Adam could not foresee. Because he had dominion over all. Amen. He had dominion over everything. Until he died spiritually. When he disobeyed God, he died spiritually. Hallelujah. And when he died spiritually, he lost that glory. Amen. He lost that dominion. Hallelujah. The dominion he had over that virus that causes sickness. When he died spiritually, he lost the dominion over that thing. He lost dominion over that, that virus. That virus that causes sickness. That bacteria that causes sickness. That thing that causes cancer. He lost dominion over that thing. He died. Amen. And lost that dominion. Before the fall of man, there was no sickness. Adam, Adam and Eve, they didn't, they didn't fall sick. They were in the grass. They, they were with the, they lived in the garden. No sickness, no deaths. Until the fall of man. The Bible says in that Romans chapter 5. Let's go to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 from verse 12 there was no sickness God did not create sickness God did not create disease man was not made to suffer oppression from sickness disease or from demon spirit man was not made like that man was made to have dominion Where did these things come from? They came from sin. Are you there? Are you there? Are you sure you're there? I'm not getting a response. Are you there? Okay, thank you. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin. And so what? It says, death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. You see that? It says, sin entered into the world through Adam. And death came from sin. Amen. Death. Death. What leads to death? Sickness, disease, you know, everything that leads to death. So when he says death, it's not just talking about physical death. It's talking about everything that is associated, everything that leads to death. Hallelujah. Death is an absence of life. When, when, when you cut off a tree and there's no life anymore, it starts dying. It starts withering. It withers. It stops producing. 
Hallelujah. Death, sickness, disease, they entered into the world through sin. Through sin. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Through sin. They entered the world through sin. So, you know the story, Jesus came, Jesus came and died for us, amen, hallelujah, and dealt with the problem of what? Sin. He dealt with the problem of sin. But the, the news is also, he dealt with sickness and disease, and that's what I want to show you today, hallelujah. Uh, let's go to um, let's go back to let's go back to Psalm 103. We didn't finish Psalm 103. Let's go back there. You need to follow, okay? This is education, Christian education. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Psalm 103, verse 3. Praise the Lord. It says, Who forgiveth all thy iniquities? Who healed all thy diseases? Amen. Alright, let's go to verse 6. The Lord executes righteousness and judgment. For all that are oppressed. Amen. For all that are oppressed. He executes righteousness in judgment. For all that are what? So I said. Sin entered into the world and started oppressing man. Amen. Started oppressing man. Oppressed man. And the demons of darkness. Man, when man lost that authority, the devil now oppressed man. The devils and his agents. They started oppressing man. Amen. They started oppressing man. Oppressing man's body, oppressing man's soul, oppressing man with all sort of oppression. With all sort of oppression. Now David is prophesying. David is prophesying that God is going to execute righteousness and judgment. Amen. For all that are oppressed it's just like when the children of Israel sinned and the nation started oppressing them you see when God God didn't tell the devil to oppress man praise God don't get it twisted God didn't tell the devil to oppress man 
God simply turned his back. Amen. You see, when God turns his back on someone, that person becomes a prey to the enemy because there's no protection anymore. You understand? The devil sees that there's no protection covering this person. This person becomes uh, vulnerable to the devil's attacks. So when Adam sinned, he was disconnected from God. Amen. You see, because God is life. Hallelujah. God is life. And when he sinned, he died. Spiritual death means separation from God. Hallelujah. We taught you that in TMS, right? TMS. Separation from God. Because God is life. Separation from glory. Separation from light. Separation from light. Amen. And when a man is separated from light, what happens? Darkness. When somebody is separated from life, cut off from life, what do you have? Death. When somebody is separated from righteousness, what do you have? Sin. The Bible says that the thoughts of man was continually wickedness. Continuously. Continuously. It was wickedness continuously. His thoughts were wickedness continuously. His mind, because his soul was dominated by sin. Man's soul was dominated with the thoughts of evil, the thoughts of wickedness, because he was a, there was a separation from God. Because God is righteousness. God is holy. And if God wasn't fellowshipping with you, you have wickedness, afraid of darkness, fellowshipping with, with you. Amen. So just like when the children of Israel would suffer, when they would do something wrong, and God would, God would turn his, remove his protection from them, and the other countries, the Ammonites, would come and oppress Israel, and oppress Israel, until God executes judgment on that nation that oppressed them. The same thing. That's what that's what uh, David is showing us in this that God was going to execute righteousness and judgment for all oppression, oppression from the devil. Amen. Hallelujah. When man died, the devils started oppressing man. With, with, with sin, with, with sickness, with disease, with demonic oppression. Now David is prophesying. He's prophesying that God is going to execute judgment. Amen. He's going to execute judgment on the enemy of man, which is the devil the same way he executes judgment for the nations that oppressed Israel hallelujah amen are you getting the picture are you getting the picture is it clear all right is it the Lord will execute righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed 
Let's go to St. John's Gospel. Let, let me show you. When? It was a prophecy. The Lord was going to execute judgment. When is He going to do it? Is it when we get to heaven? St. John's Gospel, chapter 12. St. John's Gospel, chapter 12. Verse 30. Let's go straight to 431. St. John's Gospel, chapter 12, verse 31. Are you there? What the Lord is talking, right? What does he say? Hallelujah. Now. It is now. It is now is the judgment. This is a judgment that David prophesied about. He says, now, no more we get there. He says, now. This is what Jesus said. As he was about to go to the cross. Amen. He says, now is the judgment of this world. Amen. He says, now shall the prince of this world be cast out. He's not talking about human beings. He's talking about the devil. The devil is the prince of this world. Amen. Are you getting it? Satan is the God of this world. He's the prince of this world. You understand? He's the prince. Amen. Amen. The Bible shows us how there was a prince of Persia. When an angel was sent to Daniel, the angel said the prince of Persia withstood me 21 days. A demonic angel. A fallen angel. So, there's a prince of Benin, there's a prince of Edo State, <laughs> the fallen angels that the devil has given authority over different parts of the world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You don't understand it? There's a prince of darkness that the devil has, he has his legislation, he has his executives in different parts of the world. There's a prince of Ekenwa. <laughs> There's a prince. There's a prince of Benin City. A prince of darkness that governs the activities. The darkness that controls the darkness in every area. And they withstand light. They fight against light. When you see people in a particular area, there's a particular darkness at work there. It's quite different from the darkness I walk in another region. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But Satan is the prince of the whole world. He's the governor of every the, the whole world. But look at what Jesus said. He says, now is the judgment. Amen. He says, now shall the prince of this world be cast out be cast out glory to God now 
Is it because he was going to the cross? He was on his way to the cross. He knew he was going to strip Satan of every authority. Amen. He said, the prince of this world. I tell you, when Jesus ministered, he functioned, he was, he was sent to Israel. Amen. Now, don't sleep. <laughs> Jesus was sent to Israel. Amen. He was sent to Israel. And when he ministered, he didn't preach to the Gentiles. Amen. He did not heal the Gentiles. He didn't heal them. Let's go to the Bible. Let's go to Matthew chapter 10, St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10. Even when, even when the Lord sent his disciples out, he told them, he says, go, don't go to the Gentiles. Why? Because he was not sent to them. Yet. It was not sent to them yet. He was sent first to Israel. Hallelujah. The judgment was going to begin in Israel. Hallelujah. The judgment was going to begin in Israel. Hallelujah. Are you getting this thing? Are you following? All right. I said the judgment was going to begin in Israel. St. Matthew's Gospel. When Jesus ministers, the Bible tells us how he healed the sick. Amen. The Bible says he went about preaching the gospel, healing. St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, verse 5. Are you there? These twelve Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not into the way of what? The Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not. But go rather to the Lord's sheep of the house of Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. And when Jesus, if you study Jesus, when he ministered, he didn't minister, he didn't preach to the Gentiles. But he preached to all Israel. He healed as many of them that came to him. He healed them all. And you find two situations. You find out how one woman came to Jesus. She was not a Jew. She came to Jesus and said, Oh, my daughter is, is sick. And Jesus Christ would not heal the daughter because he was not sent to them. And you know what he said? He said, Hey, I can't take the children's food and give it to the dogs. Have you ever did you read that story? Hello? Did you ever read that story? Or do we have to check it out? Alright, let's find it.
All right. I thought you guys knew it. I didn't want to open it, but it seems a lot of you don't know the verse. Praise the Lord. All right, let's uh, let's go to Matthew chapter fifteen. Let's see the story. Matthew chapter fifteen, from verse. Okay, let's cut it short. Okay, from verse twenty-one. I'm gonna read very fast of time then jesus went as and departed into the coast of tyre and sidon and behold a woman of cana came out to the same coast and cried unto him saying have mercy on me O lord thou son of david my daughter is grievously vexed with a devil amen she said that daughter was being oppressed by a devil amen but he answered her not a word. Can you imagine? <laughs> he answered her not a word. The woman was begging him, Oh, my daughter, my daughter. Now he says, The Lord snubbed. He didn't answer. Why? Why didn't he answer? Because she was a Canaanite. Thank you. She was a Gentile. Meanwhile, Another event, he was in the temple on a Sabbath day and he saw a woman bent over and knowing that they were going to persecute him for healing, he says, ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham? Have you ever heard that part? Let me say that if we have to go there. Have you ever read that part of the Bible? Okay, we'll go there. Let's finish this one. She was a Gentile. He just, he didn't just answer her. Some people think the Lord was rude sometimes. <laughs> he was following the instruction that he was given. Praise the Lord. Where are we? Where are we? Okay. And he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she cries after us. You see, you see, she's disturbing us. Send her, send her away. That means the woman kept crying, 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 crying. Then came she and worshipped. Okay, verse 24. But he answered, he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto what? The lost sheep of the house of Israel. He says, I'm not sent to the Jane. I'm not sent to you guys. Praise the Lord. I'm not sent to you guys. I'm sent only to the lost, uh, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not me to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. <laughs> Praise the Lord. He said, It is not, it is not meat. In other words, it is not good. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their table. Then Jesus answered and said, O woman, great is thy faith. 
great is thy faith be it unto thee even as thou will praise the Lord and she was healed praise the Lord she was healed the daughter was healed hallelujah so also when he sent his disciples he sent them to the Jews only amen he sent them to the Jews only because he was not yet sent to the Gentiles and every Jew they healed hallelujah every Jew was healed that Jesus ministered to or his disciples ministered to some people say oh there's some people that Jesus Christ ministered to they didn't get that's not true praise the Lord that's not true Mark Mark didn't say so praise the Lord Mark didn't say so I'll get to that praise the Lord let's go to let's just show you something Let's go to um, St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 4, verse 23. St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 4, verse 23. Are you there? Okay. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people amen and his fame went throughout all Syria and he brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse disease and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatics Praise the Lord. And those that had the palsy, and he healed them. Glory to Jesus. Amen. You see that? You see, they brought unto him all, all people with all sickness. Those who were being oppressed by devils. And he healed them. Amen. He healed them, even lunatics. So he must say, God cannot heal lunatics. God does not heal lunatics. He brought lunatics to Jesus. And he healed them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. There was not a person that Jesus Christ did not heal. Amen. Not a person. Not a person. Amen. Not a person. The only people he didn't minister to were Gentiles because at that time he wasn't sent to them. The judgment for the world had not yet come. Amen. Hallelujah. He was functioning as the seed of David. Amen. Son of David. And that's for Israel. Hallelujah. He was functioning as the son of David. And that's for Israel. It was only through the death on the cross that it could not die for the whole world. 
Amen. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that when he died, he took our place. Amen. Let's go to that Isaiah. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah chapter 53. From verse 4. Are you following? You sure? Oops. Let's get to somewhere. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Amen. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. Amen. You see? He says with his stripes we are healed. That means as they were flogging. See, Jesus Christ didn't just die. Amen. He suffered first. Hallelujah. He suffered. He suffered first before death. Hallelujah. When we take the communion, the cup represents his blood. Amen. And that bread represents his body. Amen. Hallelujah. And now Isaiah is prophesying something. He's prophesying of the grace that will come upon us. He says he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, he says we are healed. Hallelujah. That means there's healing in salvation. Glory to God. That's what he's telling us. That's what he's telling us. There's healing in the atonement. Glory to God. I said, sin entered the world and death came, what? Through sin. Amen. Death came through sin. And I said, death has to do with all evil, sickness, disease, all the negative things of life. Amen. All the negative things of life came through sin. Came through sin. Hallelujah. Now, the Lord is being revealed as our lamp. Amen. The lamp that takes away the sin of the whole world. Amen. It didn't just take away the sin of the whole world. It took away the sickness. Hallelujah. It took away everything that death costs. Hallelujah. It, it was a perfect redemption. You understand? It took away what death costs. All the things that were associated with sin, including death. Hallelujah. On the cross, he took it. So it says, by his stripes, we are healed. You see, the blood, the blood is for our forgiveness. Amen. The blood is for our remission of sins. Hallelujah. But this body, amen. His stripes is for our healing, our deliverance, hallelujah, our restoration, amen. The cancelling of death, everything that death cost, 
He suffered for it. Amen. He suffered for it. And it says, with his stripes we are healed. Hallelujah. With his stripes we are healed. Therefore, healing has been paid for. Hallelujah. Just the same way our sins, uh, forgiveness has been bought by the Lord. Amen. In the same way, healing, deliverance from every darkness, from every death, has been purchased by the Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Oh, I, I don't know that you're getting this thing. Let's go to First Peter. First Peter chapter 1. Uh, chapter, is it First Peter? Yeah, I think it's First Peter. Praise the Lord. Is this second Peter? Bible students. Are you there? First Peter, chapter two, verse what? <laughs> Twenty-four. Eh? Chapter 2, verse 24. Praise the Lord. Are you still here? Are you still here? Who his own self bear our sins in his own body? Amen. On the tree. That we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness. Praise God. By whose stripe ye were healed now peter is quoting the same thing but now he puts it in the past tense because before Isaiah said it that not yet happened you see it was a prophecy by his stripes we are healed Isaiah saw it by his stripes we are healed you see but peter is a done deal already peter is looking back at and says by whose stripes you were healed Amen. You were healed. That's why in Acts, when Peter went to a guy called Ananias, Ananias was sick with a palsy. He was paralyzed. And Ananias came to, and then Peter Peter came to him and said, Ananias, Jesus Christ heals you. Get up. Get up. Jesus Christ heals you. Because just as there is forgiveness in Christ Jesus, there is healing also. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that there is healing? Are you seeing that healing has been paid for? Amen. Are you seeing it? Can you believe it? It's difficult for someone to believe. Hallelujah. Let's go back to that St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10. St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10. I want to show you something that's very important about St. Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10, from verse 5. Are you there? Chapter 10 and verse 5. Amen. 
This is interesting, right? Is this interesting to you? Let the word become interesting to you. Hallelujah. Become interested in the word. Let it not be just another sermon. Amen. Let it be interesting to you. Desire to find out more. Praise God. Then these twelve of Jesus sent forth and commanded them, saying, Go not unto the way of the Gentiles, and into any city of the Samaritans, enter ye not, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, it is preached, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Next verse. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. That's the instruction of the Lord. That's what he instructed the twelve. What did he say to them? He told them where to go. Then he said, Preach, announce, tell the kingdom. He says, Preach the gospel. Tell them the kingdom of heaven is Hatan. Amen. He says, preach. Then, he said, heal the sick. Cast out devils. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Can you put it up on the screen, please? Amen. At verse, um, please put verse 4. Verse 4. Right? Please put verse 4 on the screen. Is that verse 4? Doesn't look like verse 4. <laughs> okay, not verse 4. Verse 8. Yeah. Verse 8. Praise the Lord. Now, he says, preach, preach the gospel, right? Did he, he didn't say pray. I want, to, I want you to show you something. He didn't say pray for the sick. Is that what he said? What does it say? Is it pray? Pray to God for the sick. Is that what he said? Praise the Lord. He said, heal the sick. In other words, he already gave them the ability. Hallelujah. He already gave them the ability. He says, go, preach the gospel. He says, heal the sick. He didn't say pray for the sick. He says, heal them. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Praise God. But some people said, some people think he said, pray for the sick. Pray for the demon oppressed. Some people think he said, win souls and pray for the sick. That's not what he said. Amen. He said, preach the gospel hallelujah preach the gospel i know what i'm telling you this he says preach the gospel then he says heal the sick heal the sick amen it's like in the old testament when god sent them to battle hallelujah he told them to go and destroy the enemy he didn't tell them to go and pray go and destroy is it doing hallelujah he has given them the ability to do it before he sends them to the enemy. Hallelujah. 
So he's saying to them, go and fight. Go and destroy the Amalekites. Go and utterly destroy this country. Hallelujah. Amen. So now he's giving you a word to do. A word to do. And instructions to carry out. It says heal the sick, raise the dead. It says cleanse the lepers. That means disease, right? Cleanse the lepers. Cast out devils. Freely you have received. Freely give. Amen. In other words, give it freely. Amen. Don't give to only those that give you offering. Don't give this. Don't heal only those. Don't bless only those that give you seed. Praise God. He says, freely you have received. Freely give. You know, it's as if some places they want you to sow seed for your healing. It says, sow seed for your healing. Praise God. He says, come and sow seed for your deliverance. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He says, freely you have received. Freely give. Amen. Freely give. It's only some pastors want people to come and sow seed before uh, they, they, they minister to them. No, it says freely give. Amen. Amen. Freely give. Hallelujah. Why did he say heal the sick, cast out devils? Because it's not something you need to pray to God. I taught you about the prayer of authority. Amen. When you come to TMS, we teach you something. But that's why I said TMS is so important. If you have not attended TMS, you need to attend TMS. Very important. Amen. It's 8.15. Don't miss it. Hallelujah. It's talking about, let's go to Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10. St. Luke's Gospel in chapter 10 verse 17 Luke chapter 10 verse 17 are you there? and the 70 returned again with joy saying Lord even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And he said unto them, I behead Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Behold, I give unto you. He says, power to tread. The word is authority. He says, I have given unto you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Yeah. Amen. He says, Lord, even the devils are subject to us. He says, through your name. In other words, it, when he sent them forth, he told them to use his name. Hallelujah. He gave them his name. And says, whatsoever you ask in my name shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. And says, use my name, heal the sick, cast out devils. He already taught them that. Amen. He already taught them that. Hallelujah. 
I say, healing is a done deal. You understand? It's a done deal. Just the way forgiveness. Jesus Christ already paid for your sins. You understand? The blood, the blood of Jesus is in heaven. Amen. He's in heaven. In the mercy seat. In heaven. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, and by faith, you have access to that blood. Amen. When you do something, if you do something wrong, not when, if you do something wrong, you go and confess your sins unto God. Amen. And the blood ministers, the blood washes you. Amen. It washes you clean. The blood ministers for you and God forgives you. It's, it's a done deal. Jesus Christ is not coming to die again. Anytime you sin, he's not coming to die again and again. Uh-uh. He died once for all. Amen. The same thing. His stripes, he, by, your, by his stripes, you were healed. He's not going to come in to receive more stripes. He has, the Bible tells us, the mark is still on his hands. Amen. That stripes is still on his body. Oh, glory to God. That stripe is still on his body. That he suffered for us. For our healing. For our deliverance. Amen. So when you feel something in your body. Hallelujah. When you feel something in your body. You, you, you receive healing. Hallelujah. Healing is available for you. Amen. Wow. We're out of time. I'm going to teach you that next week. Amen. Amen. How to receive healing. It is His blood was shed for us. His body was broken for our healing. For our deliverance. It says now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. Now. In other words, now you can cast out that sickness. Now you can cast out that devil. Amen. Now, the judgment of, 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 this, of, of this word is now. No when we get to heaven. You don't have to suffer demonic oppression. You don't have to suffer sickness in your body. Uh-uh, you don't. You don't have to suffer it. Because Jesus paid for it. He paid for it. His body was broken for it. Hallelujah. Go ahead, give him thanks, give him thanks. Thank him. If you believe in Jesus Christ and want to make him Lord of your life, please say this prayer. Oh Lord God, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I sincerely believe he died for my sins and was raised from the dead. I accept him as Savior and Lord of my life to live according to the truth of the kingdom of God. I am now saved and have eternal life in me. I am now born again and a child of God. Amen.
God wants to bring us to sonship. Eternal life is the life that God himself has. Is the life that makes him God. Hallelujah. The Bible says Christ in you. Christ in you. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. You now have life in you. You have the life of God. I welcome you to the family of God. I welcome you to the kingdom of God.